Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh, shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail on this, what day is today? Tuesday, September 20th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. I am Danny Polishchuk. We have a fantastic show for you this evening. Thank you, everybody, for joining me on your Tuesday night. Um... We got, we got a fun one. We got a fun one tonight. Uh, uh, just a quick little bit of housekeeping that I like to get out of the way. First off, I, I've i had some drinks. I was just at uh, a comedy club that I perform at, uh, the Stand Comedy Club. They have their 10-year anniversary party tonight. That's why there's... So there's no Patreon episode tonight because it's their, the comedy club is right by the studio. And I, I left there to come do the show, and then I'm leaving here. To go back there, so the Patreon episode will be tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern for all of our Euro friends, for all of our Australian people, because I know that's a 12-hour time difference. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have a fun show tonight. I And honestly, I think it's, it's good that I'm kind of drunk, and I got a couple claws. We got some claws here. We're going to uh, drink some claws. Uh, I hope this is like not some like insufferable thing where everybody's like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm not drunk. I had three uh, tequila drinks though. But I'm not drunk, but I'm going back there and I will be getting drunk. Um, but tonight's topic is, this was suggested by um, someone in the Patreon, which if you want to sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash low value mail, you can suggest topics, and sometimes we will use them. But so the topic for tonight is your wildest family slash in-law stories. I think a lot of people have these. I do think a lot of people have these because this was one that had a, a lot of likes, a lot of um, comments in the Patreon. And then so I figured that most of these things probably happen with alcohol involved, usually, you know, a Thanksgiving dinner where you tell your uh, parents that you hate Trump and Roe v. Wade or whatever, or you love Roe v. Wade. You love Roe v. Wade, but you hate Trump or vice versa. Or you got the uncle, the Trump loving uncle, all, you know, all the stuff that we all uh, kind of know. So anyways, I figured I'm going to get half in the bag for this show. Um we got, uh, thank you for everybody for joining us. Elizabeth says, Danny, help me. What weird insurance did you say you have on Boyscast? Couldn't find the clip to show my husband. Elizabeth, so the insurance I have is I am on a visa that allows me to live in the great country of America. 
and I have essentially what is it's not uh it's like long-term travel insurance essentially it's not travel insurance but if you're if you're a not a permanent resident because I'm Canadian if you're not a permanent resident if you're on a visa you can get uh you can get this insurance. I am in no way affiliated with this company. I'm sure if I ever need to use any of their services, they will fuck me over. Um, but that's what it is. Basically, it's it's insurance against me getting completely fucked over if I um, ever have something bad happen to me. So um, that's what it is. But yeah, so we, we got a good show uh, for you tonight. I'm sure everybody has. You know what? And I must say, I don't really, because I was going through the suggestions for shows. And I was looking at, you know, these, these family stories and uh, I was just thinking about it. And so I have a tiny family. Like I was just talking to a, a comedian about this uh, just before I came here. Cause like I am literally one uh, car accident away from having absolutely no family at all. Like I, ha I have a tiny, I have as small of a family as you get. I have one cousin, one cousin. Like I've, I've had known people who they're like, yeah, I have so many cousins. I don't even know their names. I have one cousin. One for like first cousin, cousin or whatever. I'm sure I have more, but I have one cousin. I have one aunt, one uncle, one grandparent, two parents, thankfully, uh, one brother, one sister-in-law, one niece. I don't have a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of family, so I don't have a lot of these crazy, crazy stories, unfortunately. But I know a lot of people do. Like I have a lot of friends who they have no shortage of these stories. So I'm hoping that this evening uh, some of those friends are you and that you have um, some of these stories. Again, as always, if we hit 100 likes, I will be giving away uh, um, one month membership to my channel that gives you access to the Patreon episodes, gives you merch discounts. What else does it give you? Um, you know, you can vote on topics, suggest topics, stuff like that. So again, you can sign up for at patreon.com slash low value mail, or you can become a member if you want to do that. Um, but either way, at 100 likes, I'll give away a membership. At 150 likes, I will give away another membership. But again, and we Nighttime Conqueror says if I get the membership, I'm gonna abuse it. You don't you can't, it's not really something you can abuse, other than I guess you uh I guess what you could do is you could uh, give it to other people so that they could access it? I don't know. But if they want it so badly, I am totally, totally in favor of them doing that. Hold on. Let me update the banner. i got to say I uh, am – this is maybe the most unorganized I've ever been for an episode because I was recording all day today. Um, I was – if anybody watches InfoWars, the great Alex Stein – uh, primetime 99 Alex Stein was is filling in this week for Alex Jones, who is uh, currently dealing with a legal issue. Specifically uh, related to the Sandy Hook massacre. So uh, <laughs> Alex Stein's dealing with a bit of a legal issue or Alex Jones, excuse me, is dealing with a legal issue. So Alex Stein is filling in, calls me this morning, goes, hey, you want to come on the show? I go, yes. And then we're filming broadcast uh, all day for the rest of the day. And then I went and had some drinks and now I'm here, but we're going to have a good time. Uh, we're going to have a good episode. Some fun things that are happening right now. COVID is over. So says Joe Biden. I know that we, they, the CDC said it was over, 
like maybe a month ago, because I think I, I talked about this, but Joe Biden has made it official. COVID's over unless, of course, you live in Canada, at which point COVID is maybe just starting. I don't I don't know about that. Um, it was shocking. I, I saw the clip in Biden. I can't tell if they kind of caught him flat footed, even though those those interviews are very scripted and, you know, all the questions are run by him. But they asked him, they go like, is COVID over? And he was like, um, yes, it's over. So if Joe Biden says COVID's over, COVID's over. No, there's people still. Someone said non Travis says non Seattle. People are masking up. People are still masking up everywhere. And it's really weird because it's kind of become this thing now where there's not a lot of, I guess, really good reasons to wear a mask. Either you are, uh, you know, like a germaphobe slash hypochondriac. You have something, you know, some sort of you're immunocompromised, something like that. Or I don't even know. I feel like those are really the only two things. I guess you're overly cautious. But the, now the problem is you have to now signal this because you used to be able to live your life with these things kind of internally, right? Like you could be a, uh, be any of these things, you know, have be immunocompromised or whatever or be just a hypochondriac or germaphobe, but you didn't have to tell the world. Your close circle of people would know this, but that didn't have to be public information. And now it is literally being signaled as public information where like, you know, you go to the grocery store and I don't even think like New York city, I would say less than one out of 10 people you see. Honestly, I even saying that I go, that's, that's high. It must be one out of 50 people you see in a mask. Like I was in a Whole Foods the other day and it's it's a tiny, tiny fraction of people who are now wearing masks. And someone actually just, um, Josh, Josh over here, uh, commented. He said, channel strike incoming, which is kind of interesting. I will say this. So essentially the two biggest sins you can make on YouTube right now, or, or at least in the past couple of years has been you can't, uh, talk shit about the vaccine or COVID and you can't uh, say the election was stolen, which it definitely was not stolen. But now they're like the president and the CDC are saying, Hey, COVID's over. So can you start talking shit about COVID again? Or does you two have their own set of rules that they're enforcing outside of, uh, you know, all these quote unquote authorities Ryan Turner says the White House walked Biden's statements back. He said it's over twice. I mean, again, everybody knows it's over. Maybe YouTube doesn't, though. I hope YouTube knows it's over because if they don't, I am going to. I really hope I don't get a strike for this. That'll be fucking annoying if I got a strike for this. Um, I have been noticing. I wonder if, if people have been noticing a similar thing, by the way. So New York City. And I don't have a, a reference point previous to this, but I know for sure since Roe v. Wade, um, since Roe v. Wade got uh, overturned, I have absolutely noticed a trend, which is that women, and I live in New York City, women here have, I don't know if it's, if it's a protest, like if it's a conscious thing or if it's an unconscious thing or what, but I have really noticed this summer more than any summer in my life that women are really like wearing a lot of them are wearing um, like white shirts with no bra, like as, every day, 
every single day you walk down the streets, New York, Brooklyn, wherever, you see it. And I feel, my theory is that this is a response to the Roe v. Wade thing, where legislators are like, hey, we're going to tell you what you can do with your body. And then women are like, you know what? You can't tell me shit. I'm going to put show everybody my tits. I honestly think that's going on. Maybe it's not a conscious thing, but I, and I've spoken with other people and they've noticed the identical thing. And I don't know if it's like this in every city, but it very much feels like it's like this in New York city where uh, women are protesting by, you know, whipping the guns out, which honestly, Awesome. Awesome way to uh, protest. Part of me thinks like, hey, if this is what we get for overturning Roe v. Wade, we should just absolutely just roll back women's right to vote. And they'll all just be walking around with pants with just the asshole cut out with just full butthole. So I don't know if if you've seen that where you um, live. I would like to know because I absolutely myself and other people um, have seen that. And I'm curious to know what you think. I'm going to try something new, actually, because there is a video that I watched uh, today, which was hilarious. I don't normally show videos, but I'm on my fourth beverage. So why not? Why not? We don't have a Patreon show tonight. We're just going to do this. Um, But I want to watch this. And if it doesn't work, I apologize, because, again, I'm using this new thing that I barely know how to use i am barely proficient in this um but we're gonna we're gonna share my screen because i want to watch uh this video and if the audio doesn't work i apologize because it should but maybe it doesn't so again if it doesn't work let me know this is don lemon had uh had some expert on via skype about the royal family and again please tell me if it doesn't work and I will. And then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for can colonialism. And they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people Please want to let be me paid know back. If you and, can hear uh, it. And members of the public are wondering why. Can you hear it? Can we hear it? Nice. We can hear it. Are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Yeah, those we are can. legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when that crossed the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, In Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2000... Naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Uh, So I don't know, did... Don Lemon just have an absolute out-of-body experience because if he could have scripted a worse possible answer to his question, that was honestly... <laughs> like, because again, Don, like CNN 
they do not bring on people to challenge them specifically. They bring on people who they know will be like an easy target to dunk on. And the stuff she says is historically, I guess, accurate. And he's just throwing up one of those CNN softballs where it's like, you know, we'll just, what are we going to talk about? We're going to ask about um, reparations. Should we get reparations? And she's like, yeah, definitely should give reparations. And then you, you can see him perk up. Again. He's like, All right. Whoever booked her. Thank you. And <laughs> I'll post a link if anybody wants the link. Just search Don Lemon slavery uh, and you can find it. Because that was, um, yeah, the, <laughs> that was one of the funniest things. Because normally CNN vets their guests a little better, I guess, to, so that they just know that they're only going to say exactly, exactly what they want. Uh, but they fucked up here. They really, they really dropped the ball. Um Okay, Charlie says he sent an... Okay, here we go. Uh, he sent an email, so we're going to read it. And then we'll open the phone lines shortly. Someone actually made me question if someone said that's Danny's phone number. And I didn't post my phone number. I hope I didn't accidentally my personal phone number. I mean, if I did, whatever. What are you guys going to do with it? You can call me, I guess. I don't know. We'll talk on the phone. But okay, Charlie, in the comments, left an email. Uh, I hope I'm not blowing your shit up, Charlie, and doxing you. I'm not doxing you, but you know what I mean. So anyways... This is from Charlie. I'm not going to give us any, any other information, so he'll go pretty unnameless. So he says, my family tree, dot, 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 vine, question mark, don't know. My mom's dad, my grandpa, oldest of seven kids, met my grandma, oldest of nine kids, and started dating her. Grandma started living at grandpa's house and helped take care of his younger siblings. Grandma and grandpa's dad, great grandpa, started fooling around. Grandpa got pregnant Holy shit. Grandma married great grandpa, had two kids with him. Then he died. Grandma and grandpa got back together and got married. They had four more kids. My mom, the oldest of those four. Grandpa was the older half brother of grandma's two oldest kids she had with great grandma. My mom was the half sibling of her dad's half sibling. She has an Aunt, sister, an aunt,ster, and an uncle, brother, a bruncle. Next generation. That is the kind of Jerry Springer shit that I wanted to hear on this show tonight. That is uh, wild. I feel like that is something that definitely was more likely to happen. Um, you know, I can't, I don't know how old you are, Charlie, but it feels like something that would have been more likely to happen kind of quote unquote back in, back in the day when, you know, there was no like technology, there's no online dating. You kind of only knew your close circle of people and that was really it. And so it was much more literally and figuratively incestuous where like you didn't really, it was hard to branch out of that. So anyways, I hope that people who are uh, watching um, and listening 1960s. So there you go. 1960s. That seems like not crazy. I remember I had a teacher in elementary school and her parents were first cousins and she was like, yeah, that was not super uncommon. Um, uh, so anyways, whole Charlie Elizabeth says, Holy shit, Charlie, I concur. That is a good one. Um, I wanted to talk about one more thing. I don't even really have a 
a point on this other than um, I don't know if anybody followed Adnan Syed from the Serial Podcast. So the Serial Podcast launched a it created a genre of podcasts where quite literally there were no true crime podcasts. At least it wasn't like a big thing. And then the serial podcast came out and they go, maybe this guy didn't kill uh, the girl. I can't remember what her name was. And then yesterday he was released on a technicality. He got out, which is uh, pretty fucking wild. He's out. They have 30 days to retry him. I don't know if they're going to, but they have 30 days. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I have some friends, like I was talking to a friend of mine. He's like, oh, he's for sure guilty. It's this, this is just the classic example of like liberals who are trying to find these technicalities to go release people who are, you know, like minorities or whatever. And then, and then, but you know, obviously her, she has a family, the victim and her family's like, yeah, this guy is definitely the murderer. And you just let him out of jail. I don't know if a lot of people will follow this. I don't know how many of you are into true crime. Uh, but I did think this was pretty fascinating. Anyways, I am now going to, if I can figure out how to open the phone lines. All right, the phone lines are open. If anybody has uh, any wildest family slash in-law stories, it could be from a holiday. It could be from, I don't know, it could be from anywhere. You know, a lot of people have crazy in-laws. A lot of people have crazy family, all that stuff. I hope you have a story. Um, so please call in. Let me know what stories you got. We're going to check out what's going on in the comments. By the way, shout out to everybody who's joining over on uh, Rumble. I appreciate you all joining over on Rumble. I want to make sure that my phone is working. Is it? I think it is. Although for some reason it's not updating here. So if if people are calling, because someone said they left me a message and the message did not go through. So um, anyways, if you have any stories uh, or whatnot that you want to call in, and yes, please, 96 people watching, let's get the likes up, 100 likes, and uh, we will we will get uh, somebody a free channel membership. Um, I did I screw up here? Hold on. I might have fucked this up. Sorry, everybody. You know what? I should have... Uh-oh. You know what? Here's the thing. I got back to the studio 10 minutes before the show started. I want to know who's got the craziest family here. Um, so anyways, if anybody wants to call in... I don't even know if the phone's working right now. Maybe nobody wants to call in. Maybe the phone's not working, but shout out to everybody on Rumble. Um, we got Kamikaze Tiger says my parents were first cousins is what you heard. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, anyways, okay. So I, for some reason, feel like there's an issue with the phone. This is bad. I'm going to restart this thing because I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. Guys, we're doing it live and I apologize again. It's not Spectrum. This time... Lindsay says, Danny, I watched you on the Skanks pod. You were hilarious. Thank you. I want to know who has the craziest fam. Sorry about uh, this. I I got back to the studio literally 10 minutes before this show was supposed to start. And uh, I wasn't able to check the line. Um, 
Did anybody, I don't know if anybody saw, I'm curious what people thought of the Justin Trudeau thing because Justin Trudeau, molten salt over on Rumble. Call in the number 646-710-0949. Hold on. Now I got to enter my password. Uh-oh. Guys, I'm fucking up. This is, this is so low value. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bear with me, people. I apologize. I normally I'm medium value. No, I'm, I'm definitely low value. Here we go. Okay. If anybody wants to call in. Give it a call. I don't know if my if there's straight up my phone doesn't work and that's why nobody can call in. It does actually say no service, which is, you know, when you're running a call in show, generally you want your phone to not have service. So hold on one second, people. This is what happens. Uh, sit tight, everybody. Talks amongst yourselves. This is, uh, I've, I apologize to anybody who's uh, listening to this right now. Cause some people, a lot of people just listen to this podcast and they're probably listening being like, what the fuck am I listening to? Thank you. Proud Kanakian. I appreciate you over on rumble uh, for some reason. I've also been dropping my phone a lot lately. There's been a lot of drops. Um, come on. Oh, oh. Nope. Guys, I'm struggling here. I'm not going to lie. I probably should have just rescheduled this for another night, but I love you all. And, you know, sometimes you got to see how the sausage is made, unfortunately. And sometimes, sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's not good how the sausage is made. Oh, hold on. Oh, here we go. Okay, I think it worked. I should have known when someone said they left me a message. And then there was no message that there was some sort of uh, issue here. So anyways, here we go. It's fixed. Hello. Thanks for calling low value mail. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Sorry about that. I've, hey, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely Danny, struggling. Man. Struggling uh, tonight. All right. Well, how's it I've going been meaning to call for about a month now, okay. ever since the paranormal episode. Yeah. So I hope you don't mind. I just wanted to share some paranormal stories with you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely share some paranormal stuff. Okay. So this might be a paranormal slash conspiracy story, I guess. But uh, a few years back, I was driving through the Central Valley with my brother uh, up from the coming from the Bay Area. And we were passing this place called Harris Ranch. It's like a big, you know, cow farm, big uh, just meat uh, distribution place. Okay. But anyway, we were driving late at night. And all of a sudden, down the freeway, we see these three uh, white, bright lights, uh, you know, just turn on all of a sudden in the sky. And it started moving, and it was like making sharp turns and stuff. Like, you know, nothing that an airplane could really do. Yeah, like the sh that, so, that's you hear that a lot. It's always it's the the right angle turns. That's like you always yeah, hear that exactly. with, with yeah. the UFOs. They make these like just absolutely impossible right angle turns. Yeah, it, it, it was moving, you know, like it was making like 180 degree turns all of a sudden. And uh, at a certain point, it started kind of flying towards us on the side of the highway. And I kind of 
faintly saw like this black mass just floating up there. I really couldn't see what it was. So once we got home, you know, I looked it up and it, here's a big thing is uh, there's the Lemoore Air Force Base nearby. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, it's like some kind of experimental government aircraft or something. But the weird thing about it is when I looked into it a little more, you know, I saw that more people have seen it in that specific area. And um, they have been seeing it, this, they, describing the same thing for about 10 years. Really? So I was starting to think, okay, if this, if this is some advanced, you know, military aircraft, why has it looked similar? Why have people been calling in the same sighting for about 10 years now? You know, so it's just a little strange to me. Interesting. And so have you ever seen it again? No. And, you know, I drive up to the Bay a lot, or I have driven up to the Bay a lot the past 10 years, and I never saw it again. So I don't know. But And everybody explained it as exactly the same way, like the way they uh, described it? Yeah, they described it as three like really bright lights uh, making, you know, these crazy angled turns. And I even managed to find a video on YouTube. It was like a ten, little 10-second 10 clip of a guy driving on the exact same freeway in the exact same area. And uh, all of a sudden, you see those three white lights fly straight over the, the freeway. What's the name the of the YouTube clip? Like, Do you know the name of the YouTube, if I could find it? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, it's I okay. found it about five years ago. I, I was just going to say, if, if, you, I, if you happen to know, yeah. I was going to just pull it up quickly. Yeah, if I find it, I'll I'll make sure to email it to you. It's just like a ten second clip, and the guy's like, "It's a fucking spaceship." And uh, but when I saw it, I thought that's exactly what I saw that night. And I think the YouTube video was from like you know a few years prior to when I saw it. It wasn't from around the same time. So interesting, kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of I feel like a lot of those stories too, where people see essentially, I guess what you would call an, a UFO, like an unidentified flying object is they're always near air force bases almost yeah, so almost kinda, always well it kind of leads you to believe maybe it's just some uh, military you know uh, project advanced project or something i mean when i looked it up i read you know people were saying oh they fly it close to the the freeways to see like you know how frequently people call it into the police and things like that so there's you know people think it's the military purposefully flying close to highly populated or highly dense areas like, you know, that highway I five is just, it's always really busy. Yeah. So, I mean, know. it is kind of interesting to think like how often, like that is interesting to think how many people would just see that and be like, eh, whatever. Like they would just not even just go about their yeah. Like they would, their brain wouldn't allow them to even go there. Like they would just think they would instantly be like, yeah, I don't know. That's I'm sure that's something normal. Yeah, most people would just pass it off as like, you know, just an airplane or something. But I mean, I had never seen anything, uh, you know, floating like that and making those kinds of turns. It just, you you know, when you see something that's just n unnatural, something you've never seen before. Well, essentially, it kinda... if it's going fast enough and it's making like a right angle turn like that, it's essentially defying physics. So like how many things in your life do you yeah. really see like that? Yeah, well, you know, when we first, when the lights first turned on, it was kind of going towards the right. Then all of a sudden, it did like a 180-degree turn. It started going to the left immediately. So that's where my brother and I kind of freaked out. We were like, what the hell is that? And, you know, and my brother's not really one to uh, believe in the paranormal or UFOs or anything. And when I saw his reaction, I was like, okay, this is definitely something weird that we're seeing. Crazy. How fast was it going? Um, oh, man. I... It was a while back. I don't remember. Well, like, was it exactly. unnaturally fast or was it kind of 
Um, I wouldn't say it was, it wasn't like a shooting star or anything, you know, uh, but it, 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 I wouldn't say the speed was all that remarkable. It was just the angles the that angles, it was turning yeah. in. And yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to take up too much time, but I do have one other quick story. Yes, please, please go for it. Okay. Yeah. So back in high school, I used to, um, I was in this, uh, you know, certain program where I had to take a bus really early to a uh, vocational school. So I was up pretty early and I, I walked, I was walking to my high school and all of a sudden, uh, the entire sky lit up almost as if it was daytime. This is probably 6am in the winter, you know, just pretty dark, almost like it looked like nighttime. Okay. All of a sudden the, the light just completely lit up as if it was day. And at first I thought, okay, that was, that was a little weird. And I thought, I thought maybe, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, oil fields around me and things like that. I thought maybe, you know, there's some kind of oil field operation going on where they flash the light or I don't know, but yeah. And then, uh, later on I was in the car with my dad and, uh, we were listening to the radio and then we were flipping through the radio and all of a sudden I heard someone saying that light that everyone saw in the morning. If you saw that, you're not crazy. Everyone else saw it too. That happened. Really? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, honestly, I don't remember what happened after that. I think uh, my dad just switched the radio or something. I didn't really want to mention it because it's just, I, I thought I, I was probably too embarrassed to tell right. my dad. I saw this weird light. It's probably aliens or something, you know? So, yeah, we just kind of went long, about our day. But, how long was yeah. it lit up for? It was like literally a second. Oh, it's second. almost like when you play a video game and, you know, like a flashbang goes off on the screen. And I wonder if it was like a, um, like a comet or like an asteroid or something. So yeah, I mean, because that wonder, might be a source of light, like enough where it would kind of just light up for like a second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be, you know, it was just the entire sky lit up. And I, I know it kind of lit up um, behind me. Like I, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking ahead and like this light, uh, you know, blinked in front of me. It was behind me, but it was bright enough to where like it cast, I cast a shadow and just everything around me, it was almost like it was daytime. So I mean it sounds weird. like like how many years ago was this? Um man, I was I graduated in twenty thirteen, so Yeah, so it was ten years. So, I mean it sounds like it was it was important enough that ten years later you still talk about it. So um, Yeah, I do think about it, especially, you know, what the person on the radio was saying, like, Oh, if you saw that, you're not crazy. Like we don't know what it is, but we saw it too and it's kinda of weird. I mean, it kinda of sucks that I didn't I don't remember what if I kept listening to that radio station after if they said anything else, like I honestly don't remember at all. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for calling today. I appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Part of me wonders if that was something like a, like a comet, something like that, you know, um, by the way, all these people said they left me messages, but I don't have any messages, so I don't know what's going on. Um, but anyways, the phone lines are open. If anybody wants to call in, you can call in, uh, really about anything, but people are saying the story is not bussing. I don't know. I mean, I definitely believe that that happened. I, uh, I definitely believe that he saw that, but I just wonder if, if that was the kind of thing where, um, it was, you know, something that maybe is explainable, I guess. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hey, what's up? Nothing. I was just calling to share a story about my grandfather. Hell yeah. It's not too crazy. It's okay. just a little silly. Yes. So, what's your name? 
uh, molten salt. Molten salt. How's it going, buddy? So I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. My family were a bunch of loggers, and uh, they would hire a guy to watch their equipment over weekends and overnight up in the up in the draw where they were working. Okay. And uh, <laughs> there was one guy working for him who was a hippie, and he was growing a patch of weed there. And my grandpa was making a road. You have to make roads with cats, caterpillars. Yeah. And uh, he was driving his caterpillar along, just happy as can be. And he looked over and he saw this guy, he, the guy who worked for him, and he was scowling at him. And my grandpa, he didn't know what the hell was wrong, but he just kept driving his cat and backing up and driving. And the guy, the whole time, for like 10, 15 minutes, just stood there staring at my grandpa. And... My grandpa finished building the road, then drove down, and he's like, I don't know why this guy's just staring at me like this. And everybody was like, hey, you just ran, you, you drove through his pot field. Oh, no. You destroyed all of his pot. Oh, <laughs> This was no. in the 70s. It was in the 70s. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> was it, and what the, yeah. I guess the guy can't really do anything. No. No, no, but he was not happy about that. I mean, that's the kind of thing where I, I imagine, especially in the seventies, if you go plant a bunch of pot, you kind of are understanding that there's a good chance. Yep, it's good a chance. big. It was always a big risk, even through the nineties. Even to... through the nineties, I had a friend who used to. This was in uh, in Ontario. He would go in cornfields because there was like these just giant cornfields everywhere. And then he would just go essentially like into like the middle of the cornfield and he would just like have a, you know, acres and acres and he would just cut out a piece of the cornfield. He would cut it down and then grow pot. So he just figured yep. it would just like blend into the middle of like, he's like, nobody would ever find it. And even still, sometimes they would catch it. Yep. Even corn farmers here would do that. They would plant like corn all down a row, except for one or two plants that would be weed. Yeah, exactly. But he would just do these little patches like in the middle, but it wasn't his cornfield. So, Imagine if they ever got, but then they started doing the stuff with like, they would start flying helicopters to try and just find them because they would stick out. Yeah. I guess if you spread them out a lot, like 20 plant, 20 corn in between each pot, then they won't see it with a helicopter right, because it's, right. they're looking for a heat signature and it's just not producing enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy thing now too, is like I live in, in New York. They, people now in New York in Manhattan and Brooklyn, they take those like plastic Costco tables and they just put a, a table on the sidewalk and they just sell weed. It's insane. <laughs> it is insane how different it is. That's like Humboldt ago. County. Yeah, but I'm saying like in New York, like New York, when I moved to New York three years ago, weed was completely illegal, like totally, completely illegal. And now it is the absolute wild, wild west. Like nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. Well, everything is legal here in Oregon. It's, I know. It's no, decriminalized. Oregon's west Coast is always the first for all that shit. Um, yeah, anyways, unfortunately, cool. <laughs> unfortunately, anyways, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye. Yeah. Don't ruin people's pot plants. It's a real bummer when you do that. Uh, phone lines are open. Every one. All right. We got a call. Hello. Danny. Hey, what's up? Who am I speaking with? You son of a bitch. I've been calling all night and not getting through. It's no good. This is Alexandra. How Alexandra. Are you doing? How are you doing, pal? Yeah. Sorry, I think I'm there was doing... legit an issue with the phone because... Yes, there's issues for sure. Always issues. 
Yes, always. But the reason for call, I wanted to tell you they had earlier they had man talking about alien ship and the light in the car. Yeah. But I want to let you know there's a very good documentary I want to share with your viewers. Yeah. That is called It's by the BBC. No, no, don't judge me. This is back when BBC was cool. Yeah. But uh, is BBC and the B is by Mr. Adam Curtis. Adam Do you know Curtis. This guy? I don't know Adam Curtis, no. He's very good. He has a nice speaking voice and he does the narration. And okay. he also has some good music to the video. It's, it, the documentary is called Hypernormalization. Okay, I see it right here. Yeah, 2016, hypernormalization by Adam Oh, Curtis. yes. That, that is what is happening in America right now. And it explains all of this UFO bullshit and the Joe Biden crap. It's all sort of in there. They've got some nice stuff about Trump and they've got good stuff about Alex, Hillary. give us the TLDR on this for the people who can't or will not watch a two-hour and 45-minute uh, I I can do it. It's more like music video, so you kind of uh, listen more than watch. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the, the the bottom line is in the early nineties and early two thousands, they were feeding the UFO crazy people. Yeah. The government was feeding them, saying, "Hey, we have this secret, uh, unclassified information. Uh, we give it to you. Please don't share it." And they would go share it online. Yes, mm -hmm. but they did that because these were weapons that the U.S. was testing at the time. So if you look at that, uh, you see that they will come out. There's documentation. If you watch the uh, documentary, you see that the U.S. CIA, they were uh, spreading disinformation about actual weapon systems so that when uh, the UFO freaks would point it out, they would say, look, it's real. But, right, uh, but it's, it's all just a disinformation campaign. To oh, just, it is. Com and it's completely. all just to sow doubt about U.S. weapons. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's, it's UFO. It's not the dangerous weapon being tested over my backyard. And uh, the happy, happy normalization, it is a very, it's very succinct for 2022. So I think yeah. if you, if you're bored or drunk or both, I'm, you should I'm check it out. I'm all of those things right now. No, I think so. I'm not bored actually, but I just, uh, I just uh, posted it, the link in the uh, chat. It's worth the watch. Your and the music is pretty kick-ass. Hell yeah! I will say. All okay. right. Thanks, buddy. That's all, buddy. Take I care. love you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, buddy. That was Alex. Yes, Alex. He was Russian. He was Israeli for a second. He was all over the place, is what he was. Um, but again, let's we got we got a lot of uh, fun stories here, and we got another call. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. What's up, Danny? It's Levo. What's up? How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? I am excellent. We got your uh, boys rule thing up in the studio. Have you seen it? Boys, boys, boys. I do. When I was listening to Boys Cast, and when you guys like when Brian was like, "Whoa, where'd you get that?" Yeah, he was pumped was about like, it. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I got clipped and everything. Fuck yeah. That was cool. Yeah, so uh, topic is... Wildest family stories. Wildest family Family slash in-law stories. Okay, so let's go first to, uh, before that, the UFO thing. Yes. Okay. Do dude, I just so have to turn this show into Coast to Coast Junior? Is that, it sounds like everybody, <laughs> just, everybody just wants the show to be Coast to Coast, which dude, I'm not okay, even opposed so to. I'm not going to lie, admitted conspiracy theorist. Yeah. But, okay, so when I recently moved in my new house, dude, this fucking, I'm like, okay, so I'm pretty sure you have 
it admittedly used to be like an like a nighttime smoker. Okay. Used to go out and smoke cigarettes at night. Yeah. Unfortunately, I still do that. And so I'm like looking at the stars a lot. And dude, there is some fucking crazy shit that I see up here. In Minnesota? Yeah. Like what? Dude, it, 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 uh, they're all like blinking and shit. And they look like fucking worms in the sky. And they're worms. like, they're, dude, yeah. Like at my night? Eyes were, yeah, my eyes work good too. I just sit out here and look at this shit, dude. It's wild. Interesting. And what do you think that is? Worms, I don't know. Worms in the sky. Dude, I honestly, I don't know, but I think I have the upper hand when, like, if the shit, like, actually gets disclosed, I got the upper hand because my fucking head ain't going to blow up because I'm looking at the shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? This is not going to be news to you. This is just going to kind of be an explanation for what's going on. Yeah. I was to be like, dude, I was right the whole fucking time. Interesting. Why don't you take video of this stuff? We need video. Because, well, dude, I'm not a photographer. Just you grab your, I, pull I out your iPhone. Dude, the iPhone camera sucks. Oh, it's not good enough? No. No, I've tried to take video of this stuff. Nothing. It's not just like, and you're saying it's not just like, obviously, shooting stars and stuff. No. 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 Like, dude, describe no. it. Well, are you on Reddit? Like, are you, like, have you seen, like, the high I've been on stuff Reddit that's coming out? The what stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the high def video of sh- of stuff that's coming out right now. Uh no, I have not. It looks I don't know. It's like too high def to be, like I don't know. It seems like fishy because it's like too high definition. There's uh, so much video. disinformation in this stuff. Where even if you go like, here's a an interview with an alien, people would be like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's super uh, like controversial or like like the stigma is still there. So it's like, you're obviously, you know, you're cuckoo. If you like say you actually see this shit, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm that just sounds like a my, previous I'm sticking to my guns. I'm sticking to my guns, man. I'm just like, I don't know, whatever, man. I know what my eyes are seeing. Yeah, so. of course. Well, dude, listen, you owe it to everybody who's watching the show right now. Next time you see, you got to at least try and take a video of this stuff. I'll try. I'll try. Send it to I me just, and I'll play feel, it on the show. I feel like I'll just get a super low quality video. I haven't even tried because I don't like, I even thought about posting somewhere and just being like, Hey, I'm in Minnesota. Like if you want this, this thing, it's super, I'm outside right now. I'm looking up. It's super cloudy. So I cannot see it right now, but I guarantee you like it will be back here. It will be back here. And if, if you can get like good, like telescope with, you know, they, they set up telescope and put up, you know, their cameras on there and stuff and yeah. And do all that, dude. I think you get some good footage out here, like guaranteed. All right. Well, dude, I mean, you're our fucking boots on the ground in Minnesota, man. I don't have anybody else out there. So. Yeah, dude, maybe I should just post, man. I haven't posted about it. Or just send it to me. I'll post it. I mean, I'll share it on the show. If you find anything compelling. Yeah. All right. So you want to hear my funny, like, mother-in-law? Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
it's pretty what dark. I've been waiting it's for. Kinda, it's kind of dark. This is what I've been waiting for. All right. All right. So, uh, uh, five, six years ago, uh, pretty serious girlfriend. I was dating her for, I don't know, three years or something like that. She was cool. She was hot. Uh, but I was like, can't go wrong. Way more friends with, I was like better buddies with her dad. Okay. Like you were like legit, like you texted him and stuff. Uh, no, we played cards together. Okay. We played, we played Texas Hold'em together. Okay. And that's like pretty like competitive and like mind game type game. Yeah. Fair game yeah. strategy. Yeah. So I was, we were living almost four hours away from the Twin Cities from like St. Paul, Minneapolis. Yep. And unfortunately, my girlfriend's mother got sick. And she got uh, melanoma. Okay. She had to have surgery. And uh, there was like a, like a something on her head, like a mole or something on her head. Had to get looked at. Unfortunately, it was melanoma. And then the doctors cut it out. And, uh, dude, this is how... (laughs) This is how much of a dog that her fucking dad was. He used to set beer cans in the part of her skull that was cut out. What? <laughs> Dude. They cut yeah. out a part of her skull? Yeah, okay. No, the skin above the skull. Oh, okay. And he would just set a beer can on it. As a fucking joke. Like, <laughs> like she was like awake during this? Yeah. Well, she was cool as shit, too. Yeah, yeah, obviously. She was kind of in on the joke here. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. But it was like... That is... Dude, they cut the, they cut the like, perfect circle out to test it. And they set, they set fucking beer... We set beer cans in it. Because it was, like, the perfect size. Oh, my God. Dude, that's... To fit uh, a beer can. Yeah, all right. Well, that's... Uh, and is she... Did she make it? No, she didn't. Oh, that sucks. This would have been yeah, a way better suck. story if she lived, Jacob. Yeah. Well, you know what? She was awesome. Had yeah. a great life. And, you know, it was a positive. <laughs> Everything was good. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah, all right. Well, life. dude, get us some. Uh, we got some. We need some video of the worms. All right. All right. Dude, I'll send, I'll send the videos to you if you post them. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All right, bro. All right. Take care. All right. Well, I was hoping that would work uh, out a little bit better. I hope that there was uh, someone living. Oh, we got another call. Hello. Hey, Danny. This is Zach. I called in last week. How are you? Zach, how you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, I called in last week, letting you know that I got married. So that'd be last Saturday. Right, right. Yeah, you got point. married. How the your your low value? I'm a uh, speaker. My wife's right here. So give me a second. Yeah, your super low value thing was getting married. <laughs> well, um, do you know where we are right now? Do I know where you are? I saw what the caller ID says. No, we are not there at all. Can you guess where we went on our honeymoon? Uh I'm gonna guess Banff, Alberta. No, we did not go to Canada. We did oh. meet some people from Toronto yesterday. Um, but we went to the Dominican Republic. Nice. I don't know if you've been watching the news at all recently. Uh, yes, there's a bit of a weather situation. 
yes. Um, so are you stuck there? Somehow. Uh, technically, yes. Um, we're planning to stay anyways, but um, we got evacuated from our original resort and very much downgraded to another resort. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where beggars can't really be choosers when there's... Wh- what is exactly going on? A monsoon or no? It was a it was a hurricane. A hurricane. Uh, we got hurricaned on uh, Sunday night, so... That... On what day of your uh, honeymoon? So we got married Saturday night, did not sleep all night, and went to the resort on Sunday, and then finally just crashed and fell asleep and basically slept through the hurricane, to be honest, but... That's cool, but then there, what is it? Just there's so much flooding? Yeah, well, that the resort was just directly in the path, just totally destroyed. So they just couldn't provide any services, really. So they brought us somewhere that can better do that. So you're currently at yeah, a, a resort now? Yes. My, my wife wants to add that definitely on Monday when they did evacuate us. We didn't even know from them. It was our neighbor who told us. And then they just put us on a bus and we didn't even know where we were going. And they just took you to a new resort. Is it like more inland, the resort? It is. It is. It's further north. Um, it's still close to the beach, but you know, further north. I think they avoided most of the hurricane. That's good. At least that they had some somewhere to put you. So that sucks. So what are you guys doing? Like, is it back to well, normal we, now? We we've been calling Expedia and the resort and trying to get some money back because again, downgrade, total downgrade. Yeah, like a may. Like sounds like a may. From the sound of your voice, it sounds like not even like a minor downgrade. No, we are. It sounds like, and I know what the thing too is like in Dominican Republic, it's like a four star resort. There is not actually a four star resort. It's more like a three star resort. Right. So then, yeah. So we're alive though, which is good. So yeah, you're alive. Honestly, you got your health. You're newly married. You can always Mm -hmm. go back to the Dominican Republic someday when there's not a tornado. That's the goal. Um. So well, I'm sorry to hear. Do you have any good in law stories? We do. I don't know if my wife wants me to share. Well, That's kick her out of question. the fucking room, grow a set, and tell me one of the stories. Which, which, which one would you want to tell? Do you want to tell yours? Can I tell yours? Which one? Well, the big one. The big one? Okay, we have to hear the big one now. Okay, Everybody must hear the big story. It total it's, totally an, it's totally anonymous, okay? The main okay. thing that you need to understand to tell her is nobody knows who you are. Yeah. They don't know where you live. No, no one's going to hear. There's like 80 people watching. There's 105 people watching right now. 105,000, okay. 105,000 people watching. Yes. Uh, well, the big one, we'll, we'll try <laughs> and keep it short, is when we were in college, her dad basically got this whole thing and got a stick up his ass and was telling her to break up with me. It became this whole thing. Oh, no. That's the short story. How old are you? She may... We're 24. Okay, so this is a probably like, what, a four four years ago or something? Four, about four, no, six, five, five. So five right. years ago, the dad was like, hey, you need to just get rid of this guy. Yes. The guy being you. Than that, but yeah. And, so. and, and did you win him over? Or did she just kind of say like, no, I'm going to do what I want? A mix of both, I guess. I mean... It's a civil agreement. It, from everything I've been able to tell, a lot of it is more her mom has issues and is communicating through her dad. Oh, so the mom, what's the mom's issue with you? She, you know, he's stealing her baby away, basically. Well, what? She wants you to be single forever? I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of three. 
and she's she she was mad when I was in high school that you know he was stealing me away and I wasn't spending time with her but honestly I had an issue with her my entire childhood because she's a narcissistic person but well what are, what are you supposed to be single forever to placate your mother I guess so hmm, weird. yeah I was very much sitting sitting there like I don't know what I uh, to give I guess a little more background they would what her dad said is that I was um you know, getting between their family stuff and pulling her away, kind of like what she just said. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just know what my now wife says to me and I just go with what she says. So <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. It is. That seems like pretty like benign stuff. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Holiday's pretty awkward. So. Yeah. I bet. Have you, do you and, go, do you go, do you guys split every year holidays? Like, is it uh, like uh, one? Like well, we moved from uh, from originally Minnesota, so all the way up north down to Texas. So we're kind of not going back up every year. So that gives us the opportunity to just do whatever we want. That's cool. You guys are both from Minnesota? Yes. Oh, okay. So then, but you, you have to go for one of them though, no? We got a, what was that? You have to go for one of the holidays. So the last couple of years, we, I think we did go back. Um, we, we went and we went to both. We coordinated different times, but um, we decided this year with the wedding, everyone already came down and saw us. We're, we're taking a, a year off from going and seeing everyone. That's it. All right. Well, that's uh, not a bad strategy, but you do have the rest of your life to have to deal with this, but you also could, you could pull, turn this around. I think I feel like you, you have, it's in the cards. I mean, I'm, it's been six years. I'm civil. I'm able to make small talk to usual. I so. mean, you're in the worst position. Cause you're like, what am I supposed to do? Not exist. It's really my mom though. She trash talks to all my friends in my bridal shower last month she was trash talking to one of my high school friends and i was like i told you years ago to stop trash talking and she's like oh no i don't do that i don't do that and then my friend like told me at my bachelorette party she goes yeah your mom was trash talking him at your <laughs> bridal shower and i was like i was like well when i get back from the honeymoon i'm gonna be having a word with her yeah that's it sounds I like one it. of those things where that's uh, just gonna be it's, how it's, it is it's definitely a it's definitely a them problem and not an us problem yeah there's nothing point. you can do about it that sucks yeah what are you gonna do anyways enjoy your honeymoon thank you for calling in from the lovely dominican republic and i hope you uh do not have too many more issues no well thank you hope you have a good rest of your yes, show and congratulations thank you all right bye bye damn that sucks yeah, sometimes parents can be a fucking bummer. Um, I uh, Ryan says, I suppose I have two in-law stories. We'd like to hear one of them, Ryan. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hi, uh, it's Joe, the lawyer from last Joe, week. Joe, the lawyer from last week. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah, you were kind um, of, uh, you you uh, kind of give us some light on um, not not shitting yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to, you know, piggyback off uh, the last call. Okay. My mother-in-law is a piece of work. <laughs> so she, elaborate. Um, so basically, she she hates uh, she, she hates me. Um, and why, just, I, Joe? Why does she hate you? Uh, I I'm not. Um, I think I'm not religious enough for her. That, that's one of her like major major issues. Um, Are you the same and, religion as her? Yeah, yeah. Which is what? Um, Jewish. 
You're Jewish. Okay. She's, you're not Jewish enough for her. You know what? I honestly, yeah. actually, when you called in last week, I thought you were Jewish, but I didn't say anything because I didn't. Well, I'm a lawyer, so. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I didn't think it was relevant. But no, but more so you just sounded because we all have that like kind of nasally thing yeah, going on yeah. or whatever. But so you're not, is she like Orthodox or something? Yeah, so am I. You are. Oh, so you're Orthodox and you're not Orthodox enough? It, it's not just that. It's um, like my wife, uh, you know, we're both Orthodox. but That uh, seems like that should be enough. You, you would think. My mother-in-law is the kind of person where like, if she sees, you know, people eating in a place that's kosher, but it's a rabbi that she doesn't necessarily agree with, she will go into the store and tell everyone that they're, what they're eating isn't good enough. Oh my God. That yeah. is like a Jewish, like, cause the thing is, so, so my mother's Jewish and my girlfriend's also Jewish, but we're not married, but I still have to deal with her mother in some capacity. So I have a joke about her. I go, like, I have two or even three Jewish mothers in my life. If I count my <laughs> girlfriend and, but they're not even that hardcore. This is like a next level. Yeah. So, um, after we got married, uh, you know, my wife is saying like, oh, great, I'm out of the house. Like, I was warned that my mother-in-law was like this. My wife warned me uh, before we got married. Her siblings warned me. And so, yeah, sure. Cra like, you know, it's crazy. My mother's crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that, uh, you know, it was really, like, she was really that bad. Um, and I mean, you know, whatever, that, 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 that's, that's on me. But, uh, so my, my wife finally, you know, out of the house and she starts dressing, um, my modest anyone would say she was modest she's still like you know her skirts go to the knees her sleeves go to her elbows you like know. any but normal she, person would be like that is a modest religious person yes like any normal but, secular person in the world would be like or in america would you know say like that is a pretty conservative like yeah 100 percent. yeah but she's still showing more skin than she used to and not because I had anything to do with it. It's just, she's like, oh, finally I can dress like this because my mother's not, you know, breathing down my neck and yelling at me every three seconds. And when you say more skin, you're talking about like uh, maybe mid-calf? Yeah. So not no, 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 not even mid-calf. I'm talking like below the knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her, that's what I'm saying. Her, don't, don't go down to, her shirts don't go down to the floor. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like they maybe go down to like the middle of her calf. Yeah. So you're just, and, she's showing ankle. Yeah, basically. Um, and, she, and she starts talking <laughs> to me. She's like, what did, like, what did you do to her? She used to be such a good girl before she met you. Oh, you've corrupted <laughs> and I, her. And I'm like, I had nothing to do with this. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're like, this is just not an important thing to me to show. Uh, did, did, did they both wear the wigs? Yeah. They wore the, wear the wigs. That is one of my absolute favorite uh, parts of Judaism. Absolutely. The wig? The wig, because the wig is so for people who don't know, it's like a modesty thing. And also like uh, for God, you like, you know, you cover your head. But then I guess Jewish women figured out this loophole, essentially, which is essentially everything where they go. I'm going to wear a wig of my own hair. Like it's the my it's the wig looks like my hair. It's even better. The wig looks better than your hair. Looks better than your hair. But oftentimes, like I had a teacher when I was in Hebrew school and she had the wig and you're like. I mean, maybe I was, but like my presumption is the wig just looks like what her hair would look like. Like, it's not a huge difference. It's yeah, a real yeah, technicality. No, it, like, you're a lawyer. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, no I'm just, I actually I had this teacher uh, in college, and, you know, he was asking me, like, oh, you know, I see that, 
you know, these Jews wear, wear wigs. What's the deal with that? Like, oh, you know, when, you know, Orthodox Jews get married, they, they cover their hair. Some of them wear scarves, some of them wear wigs. Uh, and he's like, oh, but like this, uh, you know, girl in, uh, in our class, you know, she doesn't cover her hair. I'm like, yeah, she does. That's a wig. <laughs> yeah, it's a wig. But you go, it's, it's, yeah. but if you saw her without the wig, it would look the same. Yeah. Which is insane. I, okay, I, I don't know if you've uh, read Talmud. I have not. No, the enti- it's, it's entirely all about loopholes. That, that, that's there's a reason why you know we're trained as children to be lawyers. Yeah, I am aware. <laughs> I, that I know. <laughs> that I definitely know. And I know it's like just all these loopholes. Like in Brooklyn, it's like a big thing. I had a friend of mine. He's an Indian guy. He was in Toronto, and he came to Brooklyn, and he was walking around on Friday night. And he was walking in Williamsburg and all these people were literally, they saw him and they assume he's Indian guy. He's not Jewish. And they would come in and be like, Hey, can you come in my house and just like turn on my lights or my stove or all this stuff? Because on, on like the Sabbath, you're not allowed to do this if you're Jewish and you observe it, but you could just get some guy to do it. And that's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see a problem with that. It's just we can't do it. Yeah. I understand that, but it's a no, insane. You, 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 it's, you, actually, you actually can't. You, you can't ask someone else to do it. You can strongly, strongly hint to it. And if they do it themselves, well, that's not on you. But again, I'm sure I, there's. I, I had this issue on Twitter. <laughs> I left the flame on. Uh, and I went downstairs to my neighbor. And I'm just like, you know, the flame is on. I forgot to turn it off before the Sabbath. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like really worried about it. She's like, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I sure someone could do something about it. She's like. Oh, okay. Okay. What if you wink? Is if you wink or you go that went too far? I mean, everyone has their own, you know, what's going too far. I didn't wink. I just kept on like repeating it until he got it. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I love it. I honestly think it's the funniest thing in the world. But it's just like it's so like objectively, if you just step back from it and just like you know remove yourself from the entire thing, you're like, wait, so you can just you can't turn on your stove, but you can kind of ask somebody in a roundabout way to turn on your stove and then it's fine. Uh, yeah, basically. It's the best. I love it. It's a- <laughs> um, yeah. But my, my mother-in-law is so nuts that she calls my mother every oh, no. to, com- to complain about what a terrible son she raised. What? Are you serious? Yes. That seems like, uh, that seems like a lot. And I'll have my mother call me and be like, oh, you know, she, she just called a complaint, said that, you know, you, you were terrible to her. You were telling her what to do. I, was, I wasn't telling her what to do. Like, she was saying, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do for, uh, you know, for the holiday. I'm like, oh, well, why don't you go do this? You know, and apparently that's me telling her what to do. <laughs> Jesus. Never, honestly, never enough. I actually told my uh, girlfriend because her mom was like, wanted my number for something. And I was like, no, don't, don't give her my number. I don't know. We're, we're not, I'm not married. So I'm like, not, not there yet, but that's crazy that she calls your mother-in-law calls your mother. And I imagine your yeah. mother's probably quite proud of you actually. And thinks you're like, she doesn't think any of that stuff at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm her favorite kid. Uh, far or whatever, but I mean, you're but, like a lawyer. You're still like yeah. practicing like religious, like it's, you're not some crazy black sheep, maybe rel. I don't know what the rest of your, maybe all your rest of your family's all rabbis or something. And that was the goal. No, but no, 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 no joke. I actually do have. Rabbi. That's what I'm saying. But I'm like, it doesn't sound like you're some, you know, it doesn't sound like you're like a arms dealer, like a drug dealer or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, 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 my, my mother thinks that she's crazy. It's just, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> I assure you, tomorrow I am going to play this segment for my girlfriend. I'm going to sit her down and I'm going to say, you must listen to this. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, this is honestly, this is really, this is real. I'm really enjoying this one right here. This is <laughs> the fact that your mother-in-law calls your mother to tell you that, to tell her that you are a bad person is. Yeah. And I could have never predicted. I mean, excuse me. I did rush into marriage. So like, you were warning me about her, but like, I didn't even have enough time to get to know my mother-in-law before I got married. Yeah, but so, you're not marrying your mother-in-law. You're marrying your wife. I, I, here's the okay, thing. little bit of advice. You kind of are, like, you're marrying your wife, but the thing is, you, your in-laws will be in your life until they die. That's the fact of the matter. Yeah. As, as much, like, it, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can hear the desperation in your voice, too, as you explain. Because I, as you're saying this, you go, they're going to be in your life, and then I can see in your mind... Like the, the the gears are going and you're kind of just kind of adding up how many years that is. And you go, oh, that's it's going to be quite some time. Yep. Yep. I, 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 one of the reasons why I moved, like, <laughs> I, I moved this far, like, but the prob- so prob- I moved far away from her. The problem is that means that when she does come to visit me, it's far enough away that she has to stay for like a few days. <sighs> so... That might have been a miscalculation on my part. Yeah. Honestly, though, I think on balance, better off being having the distance. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. All right, Joe. Thank you for calling in. That that honestly no made my night. <laughs> okay. Take care. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye. All right. That was... <laughs> Fuck. Honestly. Goddamn. I think a lot of people can relate with that, but that is so funny. Ah, Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello, good evening. Is this uh, Daniel? This is Daniel. Oh, hello, Daniel. Well, it's lovely to speak to you. I, I, the reason I was calling was I'm calling from, from the other side of the pond, and I wanted to let you know that um, you know it's somber times right now, so if we could just take a moment of silence for Her Majesty's passing, just three I'm seconds. Canadian. Do you know that I'm Canadian? I do, and you're part of the Commonwealth. So I am part of the, the Commonwealth. I, the Queen the is I'm on all my in. money, or was on Absolutely. all my money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I, I've heard you've moved to the United States. I'm sorry to hear about that. I have. Um, I hope that all works out well for you. Okay. But Thank I, you. I, I, I wanted to call. I had a good quest. I had a good story about the, uh, you know, the wildest family in law story. Okay. I have a pretty, pretty funny one. So when I was married, I, uh, you know, my spouse and I, we used to dabble a little bit in sort of the recreational drugs. And, um, like what? Like of, what are you talking about? Like, um, well, like, okay, like MDMA? And no, let's, okay, cocaine? Well, sure, there was a little bit of that. But it was mostly cocaine that sort of seemed to fuel the passion in our okay. relationship. And so, uh, you know, um, eventually, naturally, we ended up getting divorced because of all the uh, drug <laughs> yeah, abuse. Yeah. Yes. And so Who I got the, the drugs and the divorce? Yes. I left the country for a little bit. And when I returned, I attempted to send a text message to a certain gentleman who had specific connections. Yeah. And um, yes. And so I sent a message and it said, yo, where the coke at? Yeah. That w- that was the question. Right. Yes. And then I noticed I was immediately blocked. Oh. And I thought that's odd. And so I went and I double checked and turns out I'd sent that message to my estranged ex-wife's father. Fuck off. 
Not the no, honest to God, not the drug dealer that I'd intended. Okay, and were they beside each other in your address book? Like in your contacts? Were below each other. I'd Ooh. never made that mistake before. I can't really account for why it might have happened. Ooh, that's tough. But it did happen. And let me tell you, if you want to sever tires entirely with you your that your uh, your in-laws, yeah. that's how you do it. That was the Ask proverbial your, nail in the coffin, huh? That was that was the nail it. if there ever was one. Yeah. And they that dropped would... it and they buried it. That so that was my fun story. All Don't right. ask your ex-wife's or your father-in-law, <laughs> or soon to be ex-father-in-law. Don't ask him for cocaine. Where's the coke? Specifically, where's the coke at? Uh yo, where the coke at? Where the was, coke at? was the Could he maybe phrase. thought that you were talking about the soft drink? Um, uh, well, you know, I would hope so, <laughs> but the immediate blocking sort of made yeah, me think perhaps yeah, that you get written off. As yeah, the son-in-law get... with problems. Yeah, so... that's an insta block. That's an yes. Insta -block. So my my initial advice would be don't get married. That's the leading cause of divorce. Yep. Uh, secondly, would be if you do get married, don't hit your stepfather for some or your father-in-law. Yeah, for, for some uh, for some coke. For Unless some coke. you know he has the good shit. Unless he's dope and yes. he's one of those niggas, but I don't believe he is, <laughs> and so it sort of didn't work out. But either way, I thought that was a fun, true story. I wanted to share it with you and your viewers. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. And uh, God God rest Her Majesty's soul. Um, Have a lovely day. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Daniel. Bye. You're guys, do not. By the way, we need. <laughs> uh, you guys are fucking crazy. Uh, nine more likes. If we get nine more likes on this, uh, on this stream, I will give away a one-month membership. To the channel, hit the like button. We only need nine more. Honestly, that was that was pretty funny. That uh, that made me laugh a lot. And the previous, goddamn Joe, that was tough. Um, that was tough. So we got a follow up uh, from Charlie, who told us about his crazy family tree. Uh, while we wait for, oh, we got a new call. All right, all right. Well, let's get some get some likes in. Shout out to everybody on Rumble. Who are watching uh, tonight? I appreciate you all. Sign up for my locals. I don't do anything on it yet, but maybe I will. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello, Danny. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks who, for asking. Who am I speaking with? I have. So well, this will say why she's not my in-law story. You okay. Here. Yeah, absolutely. Are I'll you on speakerphone by chance or some sort of? I am. Would you like me to take yes. you off? Yes. Could you please? It just, it's a little better listening experience. Okay. Is this better? Oh, way better. Way, way better. Okay. 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 So this is why she's not my in-law. Uh, this was pretty much the reason why I broke up with this guy. I okay. liked him, but like, no, realistically, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just going to date and marry this guy. Parents are part of the equation. Great dad, his mom, scary. Oh. And like a Jewish mother-in-law kind of scary. Like not an actual like not actually Jewish, but just so, Jewish vibes. No, I'm saying like she wasn't like actually scary, but like you know, just much, right? Okay. So she first off, like the first way we got kind of to get to know each other is she took me shopping. Okay. And she picked out like everything in the store for me to try on. 
and I didn't want to try everything on. That became like a thing. And then she came back and, and told everyone how I picked out everything out in the store. And I was just watching this woman like, why are you doing this? Like, why is this happening? Like, what is going on here? Was the was the boyfriend like, with you at the time? No, it was our it was just like our you one on one. This was like the yeah, this was the only time I had this is like my first time meeting her. And she starts this like, what is this? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, wh- why did you make it this? And um, it kind of escalated from from just like a, a woman with absolutely no boundaries, if you can imagine this. And it got to a point where like she would start texting me through his phone. Okay. And I just, yeah. Uh, you, and just and you knew like it was I her? Think, yeah. Well, no, she would say. She was like, and I. I How old was he? You have. He was in his thirties. He, he was in his thirties, and you would text him, and then it would be like, "Mom, here." Yeah, sometimes if she'd be like, if they'd be out to lunch, she would like make a point to send me a text through his phone. What? Yeah, 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 and it and uh, my response to that was like, "Okay, hi, you know, you have my number. You don't like, why are you doing? This? Yeah, why not send it from her own phone?" What are, yeah, she just was just like a person with, she just had absolutely no boundaries. And I even like, was, I'm almost nervous bringing it up. Like, obviously, I don't think she's actually going to get in touch with me. But like, I'm nervous to like, I don't even like talking about this person because she's just like zero boundaries. She'll somehow know. She'll give me a call. I'm kidding. That, I mean, that um, is, and I, but you're saying she is the reason why you broke up. Like, otherwise you were like. She's, an, she's absolutely the reason we broke. And I, I told him. I mean, there were others. It was more like it was more the way he didn't handle her. And for me, that was like, if you don't handle your mom, like what? Like you let this one person have so much power over you. Like, I just don't know what this is going to be. But we've had we had a conversation a few times and it his the way he described her to me initially was like, you have to be careful about her because she has no boundaries. And, you know, you just have to be very careful. And then his, the way he described her and the way their relationship changed was like, oh, no, she's not that bad. And he had warned me that she does this and she manipulates him and she makes him forget how you know, she doesn't have that. And I, I just was like, I, get, I just got to a point where I felt like I don't want to be involved. Yeah, I mean, tough spot for him, I, to be perfectly honest, from the sound of it, because he's being almost forced to pick between, like his mom's making him pick between you and her. Like she's but, kind but of putting she, that on him. But there wasn't really, a, there was no reason for any of this. No, like, I, I, I agree. Like, I totally why agree. Are you, why are you like, why do you want this relationship with me? Like, what is, what is this? Yeah, I, it wasn't that I made, I never made him say like, you have to pick your mother or me. I just, a number of things happened one after the other that I just felt like, yeah, I, I don't want to sign up for this. Because yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be this. And and worse, like and worse. this is her and her best behavior. But I'm this saying her like yeah. minding her manners. Absolutely, we're not married yet. So. But, but I'm saying like yeah. she, I, I don't know if it's explicitly that, but essentially he is being forced. She is forcing him to choose. Like she's almost like sabotaging any relationship. Like the fact is, is like yeah, if, if, if a relationship breaks up over a parent, like yeah, that's the parent's fault, really. I mean, it, well, it was more like that. I saw him as not having you know, enough internal fortitude to set boundaries with people and then maintain his boundaries. 
and you know, I saw just the way his mom steamrolled him and that he didn't have, he just kind of let it happen. So I just felt like this, I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, you're I like, don't I don't want to part of my this. life. I mean, I will say good yeah, on you because I think a lot of people would see that and go like, oh, look at the way his mom steamrolls him. I could definitely steamroll him too. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you want like, so this is, I actually did want to weigh in a little bit on your FDS. Yes, please do. That's okay. Okay. Yes. Um, so for please, anybody who's watching, some people don't know. So I'll just, for people who don't know, I live stream um, this podcast called The Female Dating Strategy. They're like very, I don't even really know how to describe them, but they're women who just, they want what they want and they give these tips about dating in a modern world. But they're like, they're feminists, but they're not kind of, they're, 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 they're I guess, radical feminists, but they're not like in the liberal feminists. So anyways, continue. Yeah. I think they give, so, I mean, I don't want to trash them for the sake of, you know, I don't want to put them down in any way and I don't want to make any kind of comments about how attractive they are and any of those kinds of things. Um, but given the way they describe their experiences with men, it's like it's like they're not picking up on what they can get. Yeah, it's, I mean, I I've, I've said like, this. I'm not allowed this, to say that as a woman. Yes, right? you are. I, I mean, I, I mean, I've said that, and I don't even say that as like a negative way. But sometimes you have to be realistic about where yeah. you're at. You know. Yeah. So if you only attract men who are at a certain level that you don't find attractive, it's for you to say, oh, oh I need to make some changes, right? Like Absolutely. It's ultimately like men are showing you how attractive you are based by who's coming. And I would say, the exact, the, yard, right? I would like, say the exact same thing to a guy. Like yeah. if a guy was in the opposite position and they were saying the same thing, I would say like, look, you think you're worthy of these women, but none of them are interested in you. So you have to be realistic right. and so, say like, Hey, yeah. there's something about you that's not attracting them. So, you know, like just be realistic. Do you want to be alone or do you want someone? And you know, if they choose, like, I feel like they haven't really done the math on a lot of their strategy. And they've said it before, like only 20% of men are good. Every woman deserves no. That's okay. So, do you want five women to one man? Because that's what you're saying. Yeah. Or you're gonna just have to be comfortable with the reality that you might end up alone. And if that's what happens, you kind of start bracing yourself for that because if you're at a point now where you've recognized every man you attract is not a good guy, good guys then see you as at that level, and they don't want anything to do with you. Absolutely. So and not only that, there's like, lots of good guys who just like yeah, maybe I mean, are yeah. deficient in one, like they don't check one and, box for them and that's enough to be disqualified. And they're also there. So their schema of what, and what their valuation system is, is yet to be defined. But what it sounds like is, and this is where like, I just, I don't think it's good advice personally, but it sounds like what they're saying is we're feminists but we only want top tier performers within the patriarchy. Yes. So we're, we hate the patriarchy. We hate everything that the patriarchy represents. But when it comes to men, no, no, no. We only want top tier cream of the crop of the patriarchal men. Yeah. Which, which makes me think they've never dated those men. Um, Definitely. They have not dated if, those men. <laughs> if, if there is that big of a power dynamic or a power differential between who you're dating, it's not going to be a fun relationship. No. So if you are a pod, if you're a podcaster and I don't know what they do for work, 
but it doesn't sound like they're in very high-paying jobs. And they feel entitled to a high-paying, high-performance man. Let's assume they're incredibly attractive and they'll be interested not. in them, despite that they're... I mean, yeah, some, I some of them might... One of them might be. One of them, just out of the odds, we'll say one of them might be attractive. I don't want to... You know, it's like very catty for women to do that. So yeah. I don't want to be. That I, I'm girl, not even. Like, I'm purpose. Yeah, I'm just doing it from a straight, like logical. You know, just taking all the data points and being like, maybe one yeah. of them is. Let's assume. Let, let's just assume that. Okay, sure. Let's assume they're all really attractive, and it doesn't really matter what they do for work. There's still going to be such a huge differential between his his life as a top tier, top of the dominant hierarchy type of man which, by the way, isn't even necessarily a quality man. No. It's just he has a lot of money. Yeah, so exactly. Or he might have a lot of... They just, yeah, he might have a lot of status and a lot of money, but he might treat you like shit. Yeah, he's not going to treat you well at all. And they've said things, too, that I just feel like... So I've worked in, in um, environments with these types of men, and I don't particularly like them, per se, and I would never date them because they've been colleagues of mine. But... but um, one of the girls gave advice saying like, well, don't ever think you're not pretty enough for a man. Like, no, 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 no. Stop that immediately. Yes. He will tell you, but if he doesn't tell you to your face, he's going to tell you to people around him. He's going to make fun of you. It is. Do not do that. Yeah. Do not put yourself in a situation where like, you need to see, you need to be realistic about if, if you're like not in great shape and you're not in, you're not in 1920, and you think you deserve, you know, some high power CEO, you, he might be nice enough to like smile it off, or he might be the kind of men that I've worked with before. And not to say that they did this to me because I was a colleague of theirs. And also like, you know, I wouldn't have been interested in dating them. Just, I don't like these types of people. I don't like this type of power dynamic. It's not Absolutely. what I go for in a yeah. relationship. It's, I, think I mean, it's not necessarily a good relationship dynamic, period. It's it's a recipe to be undervalued, and I've I've dated one man like I'm like I'm embarrassed to admit this. I've dated one man in my life who drove a Bentley, and it was not a good. I would I went out with him a few times, and I just felt like I am clearly an accessory for this person. This is I'm like not even a human being. I'm not interested. Do you live in? He was attractive. Wait, do you live in Bucharest? Do wait, I live in Brooklyn? No, Bucharest, Romania. Was it Andrew Tate? You didn't date Are you it. talking to me? Yeah, you didn't date Andrew Tate, did you? No, I was trying Andrew to... Andrew Tate? No, 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 I was, I was no, just no, wondering no, if you were no. one of Andrew Tate's yeah, side no, no, chicks. No, 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 This is a real story. <laughs> but um, no, no, no. I would have... And because of that experience, I would just feel like I would never, ever in my life co-sign on the idea that a woman who's not at that level, per se, like yeah. if you're in that class, then fine. That's your equal. You should go for it. If you're even just slightly on auxiliary to that class, do not do it. It's not fun. It's not fun to feel like there's a clear power dynamic in the relationship. It's not good. Um, but it reminds me of, so I watched, like, as a friend to your friend, like, as a friend, you should find the way to delicately explain to a woman reality. And I feel like so much of what women listen to is other women trying to spare their feelings and it's not helpful. No, like it's not, not going it, to lead you to someone. No. And they're like, I mean, I've said this a million times, but the kind of advice they give is just going to lead women to be alone, you know, because they're giving, they're, one, they're giving yeah. you such high standards. They're like, you're, you deserve everything in the world. You should have the highest of standards. And it's like, that's not 
reality though. It's like some yeah, people and should. Those men, those those men do want to date supermodels. Like that's it. Like yeah, it's bitchy to say. It's reality. If you're not a supermodel or you're not an actress or you're not like that kind of if you if your appearance isn't at that level, why are you like it's not being a bitch to say like hey I don't think he's going to be interested in you. It's no. not like putting you down. It's, and it's like yeah, and- I'm really trying to save you from wasting time and energy going after someone who's who might say something that'll really hurt your feelings because he's that kind of person. He has no problem doing that. But for sure, it reminds me of. Um, I saw a video, this is like the last thing I had to say. Yeah. I think this was in Nigeria, that there was um, this woman goes with her friend to the airport and her friend's filming this for TikTok or YouTube or whatever. And her friend has been um, kind of in like, not even a relationship, but she's been like just, you know, correspondence with some guy. Um, And this is going to be the first time they met. So it's not like they have this long-term relationship and they were already invested in each other. They were just like kind of talking. And it's like, it makes me, I almost want to cry for this one. Like, it's so sad. The guy gets off the plane. He comes down the um, escalator and he meets this woman for the first time. And she drops on one knee and proposes to him and she brought flowers. And her friend is like watching and like kind of laughing. Oh no. Like her friend set her up to embarrass her like this. And the guy, I think he actually like, he was a good guy. The guy says to the friend, like, what are you doing to this woman? <laughs> you know, like in his Nigeria, yeah, like, yeah. what are, what are you doing? Like, you are a bad friend. You are a bad friend to do this to her. You did not tell her no. And that's kind of what I feel like a lot of FCS is, is like, you guys aren't really. No, they're not I mean, helping. I, 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 you're not really helping. Like, no, first off, what do you, what do you consider a high value man? It's not just what he makes. Like, how is he going to treat you? That's the real value. Okay. And then how do you be realistic about yourself so that you attract someone who's going to see you as a person of value and you just have to recognize, you know, like where you are. So if you are where these women are, they, you know, Hey Danny, like if things don't work out with your crystal lady, like you're on these girls level, you know, like you both do podcasts. So that was kind of, that's what they should look for. Wouldn't that be something? Um, and, and the other, the other, um, so one woman mentioned something that like, if he doesn't buy me a Birkin bag by my third date, we're done. She, oh. That has never happened. No. That has never happened ever for that woman. Not once in her life. She has zero Birkin bags. And I'm not saying that to put her down. I'm saying that because that's, unless, who's she going after that's, what kind of man? That's not even high value. Like the kind of man who's comfortable with that would yeah. know, oh, okay, so this woman only wants me for status symbols. Absolutely. Like, and I mean, one, th- I one thing this, you said, that's s- not high value. No, one thing you said too with the whole like where you're, you know, kind of uh, different levels, it's like generally women can often be like the higher level of the two in the relationship. Like that's a very normal thing where the woman is actually like, you know, the you know if you were degrade them or whatever like they're the higher ones in the relationship like there's no reason why i mean i guess they you know they have a similar thing where they want to you know move up the ladder or whatever but like you know you don't have yeah you don't have to like yeah oftentimes it's like there's so many scenarios where everybody's like oh yeah that guy's like so lucky to be with her you know like like, look at her look at him i just yeah i just think in terms of like so tying back to the beginning of the story like 
you know, how a, how a man values himself and if he has boundaries and if, you know, yeah, if he has boundaries with the outside world because he values himself as an, and his own time, it doesn't really matter. Like a man like that could be earning a really great living. He yeah. could have a really great, you know, he could be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, whatever. And if he doesn't have really firm boundaries with the world, it's not, it's not a great relationship to be with someone who gets steamrolled. No. Like, it's just not like, it's okay to want a man. I feel like it's okay to want a man to be a man. It's okay to want man to be masculine, to be masculine. But this, this frame that like all women should set their sights on men who are like 20% earners. One, there's not enough men. Yeah. So, you know, you're guaranteed that that's a strategy that's not going to work for you. And then also you have to be realistic about yourself. So, okay. So you're setting your sights on a guy who's earning, let's say seven figures a year. So how close are you to that? And if you're wildly away from that, what are you doing? Why do you think he, he has, they're they're getting pumped. They're getting pumped up by podcasts and all these people who are affirming them being like, you know, you deserve this, blah, blah, blah. You deserve the world. And you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's 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 aspirational, but it's not realistic. Yeah, they've they've never in their life met one man who made, who made seven to eight figures a year. No, because the, never in their life. Have you? Could, what, like, what is your name, like, by the way? If you if, oh, you, if uh, you care to share or your suit suited I don't really care to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, Whatever. So Annie. 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 Um, Annie. You should start a podcast. So there's two different kinds of men that make that kind of money, and yeah. I've met them both. And All right. For the most part, they are married, and yeah. they're really. Um. They're very, they're very skilled in their perspective, in their profession. They've built their money slowly over time and, um, don't go after them. They're married. Like don't, don't, don't lower, don't lower yourself to that level. I mean, level definitely don't go after married guys. Like, yeah. Just trying to like find cracks. Don't, oh, don't do that. I mean, a good uh, piece of, of advice with that too is like, if you go after a married guy, you should fully expect that then he's going to leave you for the next yeah, person who goes after that. You he but then he's up, he'll trade you up. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to trade you up too. It's a stupid strategy. Um, the other kind of guy who makes that kind of money is not interested in you ever. He will never be interested in you. He knows he has the kind of money that he can get a supermodel. Do you, do you look like a model at all? Yeah. Like any, like maybe not supermodeled. Are you signed with a modeling agency? No. Are you acting? Do you have an agent? No. Are you in any way close to his sphere in any way? No. Okay. So he doesn't exist to you. It's irrelevant. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. Annie, do you have a SoundCloud? Because um, people in the comments are liking you a lot. You got a SoundCloud? Oh, really? I, you know what? I have actually really been thinking about. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I don't. Not thinking about SoundCloud, out. but you can start a you can start a podcast, Annie. I'm telling you, there is a real there's a there's a real market for one. what you're saying. I want to start one, but I also don't want like the way women are is when other women start disagreeing with them, they like send all of their women on them. Yes. There's this, there's this, um, I'm left handed and I feel like this is why I am the way that I am. Cause I like break off from the, uh, kind of how people are, especially with your women. He- your are heterodox. Kind of yeah. They're kind of collectively wired and that's kind of the way it's been for the dawn of men and women is that women kind of follow and keep like a fairly um, close level of conformity within a group because it actually ensures their 
um, selectability by men. So we are apparently wired for this. We are apparently wired for like five women and one man. Yeah. Like that's apparently how it's been since time immemorial, but again, living this, in a monogamous system, this whole thing we call a work. society or whatever is like a tiny snapshot in the overall right. grand scheme of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so. if, if you, if you're a female and you go too far contra to what a collective is, even if you're right, it, it, like you become like an enemy. Like yeah. it becomes a very like you. I feel like you. I've done it before, where I've gone against like I've told an average girl before that she was, you know, like kind of overweight and average, and like <laughs> no, I don't think this. Like no, I don't think this guy's going to be interested in you. Like he's a doctor, and you know, I mean, it's just you're being anyone. realistic. Yeah, you know, like if you no, told like, some guy like, who is also overweight with no prospects that this woman who's a doctor and is attractive doesn't want to be with him, that would, that would be like a totally normal thing to say. Yeah. But within a, within a collective of girls, it becomes like, Oh, she's such a bitch. Cause look, she, look who she thinks she is like a she, And like, it's not guys. Like I'm just being realistic. I have a number of male colleagues. I know how men talk about women. I like, if you want a good guy, there are good guys. The Tons good of them. Heart. They're all in the chat right now. And they are, you know, they'll, if you want to be taken care of, you kind of have to be a little bit more realistic because of the, the, you know, the current um, economic environment we live in. It's just not that realistic of an aim to think like, well, oh, I was also an FDS. of like, well, if I want to not work and if I want a maid, then I'm like, no, no, that's yeah. never happening for you. No. That's never happening. That's Preach, Annie. Unless... Unless you marry, maybe unless you marry like a, a Latin American diplomat who uh, has a compound. <laughs> that's so specific. And I'm not even being, like, that's really like, that's kind of the only reality that that exists in. Like, there's, that's not an opportunity. We don't live in the 50s anymore because of feminism. And I, I do kind of think, I, I'm not really a feminist. Like, I support the, um, I support the economic liberation of women. I think if women want to work, that's great. And they typically go into lower paying fields, which that's their choice. Um, but we don't live in these days anymore where no. you're going to just nab a guy and never lift a finger and tell him I want a maid. So I don't have to clean like what man, what man would like, I, none that I know. So I'm going to, all the way up to the, the most successful man I've ever dated, his response to that would have been like, well, what do you expect to do all day? Like, yeah. Yeah. What, which is what a do pretty... you expect to do all day? I'm working. What the fuck are you expect to do all day? Like I'm supposed to just work for you. Like, yeah. And very and reasonable. I, Annie. I feel like no man is going to be comfortable with that unless you are like, you have a bunch of kids that you're looking to take care of and you really need extra help with the house. There's, I just, I don't see that being a class option for anyone. I mean, the highest class, top 1% people, they're still, so a 1%, 1% couple, they're still both working. They have their own businesses that they're running for of the course. most part. Of course. They're uh, both high performers. Think, uh, even like, yeah, they're both high performers. So like, of course, then they're both chipping into the household budget for everything, for having a house manager and a butler and everyone else who's managing the house. Um, if you, Scale that back a few notches to maybe like a doctor who works 60 hour a week, 70 hour a week. 
who works, you know, you don't end up seeing him when you're, when you're dating or you marry a doctor, you, you should like to be alone because you're not going to see him very often. Annie, we got to get you a show. You need a show. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get a you gotta I, get a show or a podcast. Or something. Honestly, I, I, like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a sensitive person, and I can't. I don't think I could handle. You're the, gonna like, get a lot of smoke, Annie. Let me tell you, there's I gonna be a it. lot of smoke coming your way. But I can't. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle getting like like uh, you know like the land whales with the septum piercings oh. and the blue hairs, and I couldn't handle. I couldn't handle like being a paper that someone would deliver for a gender studies course. Yeah. That's my, like, backwards i'm saying like okay like that's much of me to assume that it would become popular but i couldn't handle it becoming popular that's for yeah sure. i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't be able to take it so I can't believe you call them land just whales. for you guys all you right guys annie to hear my my jewels of wisdom annie you are the best i please call back sometime annie that was honestly okay. that was your by the just so you know nobody's ever had a longer call than you that is the longest call. Oh, that wow. the, 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 you're the longest call oh, in 30 some odd episodes of Low Value Mail. No, no, don't apologize. That was fantastic. I mean, there was much to say about it. No, there was much to say. And long. you honestly have it's very good advice. You have very good insights on all this stuff. Uh, Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, you're very wise. And you called yeah. people land whales, which is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. Annie, thank you very much. They are. You are the best. And they should know it. But- they should know someone's saying that about them so they can look themselves in the mirror and say, like, do I deserve this or should I just exercise? Yeah. I mean, Annie, you know? goddamn. The problem is that there's not enough women saying that. It's guys say that and then they're like, oh, you're a piece of shit. How dare you say that about us who are like, so we're I literally can't minorities. Say that either because well, no, you can anonymously they, or no. you can yeah, say yeah, it anonymously, not yeah. anonymously. Like, there's a. Scroll on YouTube, just pearly things, I think, or or that uh, like Brett Cooper or whatever. They say that stuff, but they're like villains. I don't, I don't care to hurt people's feelings, and I feel like you know, a whole generation lived without having um, like hard knocks. So my grandfather was a World War II veteran, and his advice was always just like, "Oh yeah, okay, so don't do that." Like it was like no coddling feelings, no, you know, like so. There's been a whole generation millennials a little bit but gen z who've just never had like adult figures kind of tell them what reality is and you know like i don't i don't think they can handle it and you know i don't i don't think it's gonna change but that would help for a person to like, you look in the mirror look at what you are you understand that people have negative things to say about this and there's things you can do about this to improve it you Absolutely. can either improve or just if you want to be two for your whole life, you can be two for your whole life, or you could say, "Hey, I want to be a six." Yeah, and you can probably get there. Yeah, you're probably not going. You're never going to be a ten. No, just accept that you're never going to be a ten. And that's okay because there's not a lot of men that are tens either. No, and like again, you know, I don't think I'm a ten. When you are a nine, when you are a nine-ish, eight-ish, nine-ish type lady, it's not fun because all women hate you. Yeah. So don't think it's like this, like cakewalk of of if I only I was prettier. No, if you were only a little bit prettier, every woman that you would know would secretly despise you, and yeah. every male that would be in your life, you would know that they're trying to sleep with you. It's not this. It's not what yeah. you think it is going to be. But there's people for you at your level. There's so many sixes in the world. So many sixes. You guys need to find each other. Be happy. Absolutely. All right, Annie. I gotta wrap this up, but that was okay. Okay. That okay. was honestly great. Please call back sometime. I, I, I okay. I will. Please do. Please call back. That was great. Thank you very okay. much, Annie. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was Annie, everybody. Based Annie. 
Uh, that was great. I'm about to sneeze for some reason. All right, that's been your show. I gotta go. Uh, Annie has been, I will say this pretty confidently. That was the greatest phone call in the history of Low Value Mail. Uh, we have another one. All right, we're gonna have one more call because I have I have two minutes left. Two minutes. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. You got two minutes. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Uh oh, I fucked up. I done fucked up. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny. I think you're a total ten. You think I'm a total ten? Thanks, buddy. I Absolutely. appreciate it. I'm realistic though. I don't think I'm a ten. All right, you're like Tom a, Brady's a ten. I'm no you're Tom like Brady. A six. You're, you're a six. All right. You're, yeah, you're I'm a like six. a seven. I'm you're realistic. Seven. Yeah, that's fine. What's wrong with yeah, sevens? She, no, nothing wrong. Albert Einstein um, was a seven. No, he wasn't. You think he was a ten? He's Jewish. I'm Jewish. Oh shit, dude! You're fucking. You're not a seven. What am I? Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, what's up? So, okay, you got yeah, two minutes. Just, uh, two minutes. Okay, two minutes. I'm not gonna talk like the other chick. By the way, she hit the nail. Dude, she was fucking red pilled to the max. Yeah, yeah, she was red pilled because she got played by that guy in the Bentley. She nah, realized that I think, was she, that, I think that was just a taste of it. But she, uh, Annie, knows what's up. Annie's that. That's a that's a smart smart cookie right there. Yeah, she's smart. She's smarter than a lot of other girls that don't oh, ever get out of big that. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, uh, quick story about the in-laws. Yes. Uh, and you're, you're gonna, we're going to wrap this up with you, so let's make it a good one. Uh, yeah, it's not even that good, actually, no. Uh, but basically, I mean, I'm, I'm like 19 years old. Uh, actually, I was actually like 18 years old because I uh, I uh, was a working like landscaping 40 hours a week, paying all my bills, being responsible, dealing with my girlfriend. And um, I didn't really know her family before this because they were all either like drug addicts or like, you know, in jail, in and out of jail. And okay. soon as soon as I got in my new place, uh, maybe a couple months, you know, I got to live with her alone. And, and eventually like her family is like, hey, how's it going, sister? How's life going? And then, you know, she's like, oh, I got a new place with my, my, my boyfriend. And long story short, they started asking, you know, could we, you know, one of her brothers like, hey, can I move in? And I was like, yeah, you know, I was naive back then. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. You know, yeah. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to get pussy and shit. Yeah, of course. And, uh, trying, to be good guy. trying to be a good guy. Yeah, trying to be a good guy. And, and you know, like, I don't know these guys. And, and they're fucking entitled, like, they're just entitled weak dudes. And they don't want really want to work. They want to just party all the time. And I'm just like, I had a, I, and I'm so stupid. I, I literally let all three of her brothers at different times because it was a year lease, fucking stay with me. Really? And even, yeah, and and, and I was like, sure, why not? Sure, why not? I was like, whatever. One after the other one, a little bad experience ended after the other one. And I'm just like, like I'm public enemy number one in her family's book because right. I keep putting my foot, foot down. I go, no, guys, like you guys can't just, like you guys stay here for a little bit, but you guys have to leave. You guys have to get a job. You guys have to fucking work. You whatever. basically like turned into their what their parents should have been. Yeah, basically. And by the way, all her, all her brothers are older than me. Um, oh really? <laughs> yeah that's a funny thing and i'm over here like 18 you know barely trying to make it and uh and her dad eventually comes back from mexico he got deported like not too long ago and he or he came back from being deported not too long ago illegally so he's an illegal he's still you know not working like odd jobs and i let him stay there he was the last person i let stay there after that i was like fuck that well there was no more for her family but i told her no more and uh the reason it, it was really the last straw is because uh Apparently, while I was working, they were having, like, fucking people over and everything. And one day, I, w I went to the store for a couple hours. I came back, and 
he brought a lady friend around her age, his age, like in their forties, okay. something maybe no fifties. I don't know. And, uh, you know, I'm like, whatever. I pissed me off. I'm like, why, why are you inviting people over to my house? It's not even your fucking place. Yeah, of course. And then, um, yeah. And then, so like, you know, the next, the next morning we wake up and we can't even find my girl's phone. And she's like, we just looking for all over the, all over the place. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, so we assume like she either lost it or whatever. And I, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but I started thinking, I'm like, I, either like her dad or, or like she fucking stole it or something. I don't know what the hell happened, but then I ended up, uh, waited like a month later and sure enough, I look on Craigslist and I had like the, the serial number to it. Um, and it was for sale. It was for sale. And who stole it? The girl or the dad? No. So like I'll go and I meet up with the guy. I'm like, Hey man, how much would you sell this? And I'm like making it real realistic. And I'm like, Oh, I don't, you know, let me give you a 50 bucks less. And he goes, all right, cool. So I go meet up with him and I look at it, inspect it. And I'm like, this is, this is my phone. This is my girl's phone. And I go, and I put the phone and it was some big dude, tall dude, kind of lengthy, but it was like tall. And I never seen this guy in my life. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, by the way, um, do you know? Who, and I said her name. And I forgot her name. I was like, do you know what's her name? He goes, yeah, that's my mom. And really? that's the lady at, that was at my house. And I go, and I put the phone in my pocket. And I go, all right. And I told him, like, I'm not going to fucking pay you shit. And I started cussing him out. And I'm like, your mom's a fucking thief. And she went to my house and stole this shit. I was ready to kick his ass. And he's just like, like no, no, no. Oh, and I was like, because you said you know her. And I'm like, oh, no, I thought you said someone else. And he just started denying oh, really? the fact he that he denied even, that he knew his mom. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, you're lucky I don't beat your ass. And I, he's just like, oh no, no. I'm just like, uh, you know, missing. He just walks away and back into his place. And I'm like, I walk, walk in now. Uh, and I told him, like, tell your mom not to fuck coming to my house anymore. <laughs> and ass. then he fucking. I, I went to my house. I was pissed, and I was like, call your dad over. Call your dad over. I told my girl because at this point he wasn't there, and I was like, tell him to come over right now. And she goes, all right. And she doesn't even really know what I was going on at the point. And then I just told her, I'm like. I'm like, I told him as soon as he come in, I started cussing him out. I'm like, he's like, you're never fucking coming into my house again, dude. And if you're fucking, I, I just told him, I, I forgot what I said, but I pretty much just told him he's never allowed and he can't fucking be a fucking bum his whole life because he was also into coke and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That, that was like a bad experience, I guess, with in laws. It's not as yeah, fucking crazy. Are you, you're not still together with that girl? No, no. I'm, yeah. uh, my, my name's Jesus. That's my first baby mama. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, um, I don't know if you recall, but I think Ryan Long stole one of my, uh, like, an idea for me. Which one? Uh, the baby daddy, the multiple baby daddies, and how, like, I mean, I'm sorry, the multiple baby mamas. Multiple baby mamas? How did he steal Yeah, he, he was like, uh, no, I'm, I'm just fucking around, oh, but okay, it was the okay. similarities that's funny, because I, I called, like, to your your show, like, uh, saying that I'm, like, going to get fucked because I'm truck driving. Oh, that was you. Court. You wanted the fucking yeah. money for the... T- oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, so, you were the one who tried to get... Who tried to win the money, and you were like, I make 10 dude, grand honestly, a month. Dude, you said yeah, you made yeah, 10 yeah, grand I mean, a month. It was more like nine, but yeah. Oh, whatever, it's like, dude. Fucking... You were like, I need the money. I make nine <laughs> no, grand no, no, a month. No, People no, are like, I, I'm I, homeless. <laughs> You're like, I just have hey. tons of chicks I knocked up. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that was more of a bit, but it was funny because uh, I knew it was gonna piss people <laughs> off, and I saw, I was like, oh, I'm a fucking low value male, of course, dude. yeah. But I am like everything I said was fucking true, and uh, I am still gonna want to have more fucking kids, dude. And dude, yeah, dude, uh, Elon Musk style, just go procreate. Yeah, Elon Musk style, dude, for real. I legit have said that before. I watched Ryan Long's way before I used to say that. So I'm like, oh, I'm like Elon Musk over here, dude. 
you know, I don't know. <laughs> just fucking whatever. But I don't want to take up too much of your time. Yeah, but, uh, hell yeah, you dude. Have, dude thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right, man. Talk to you later. Take Peace. Care. All right, bye. All right, everybody. That has been the show. I got to get back to this party. That was a fun one. Um, I honestly, uh, that was that was a solid episode. I really enjoyed myself. Uh, that was, you know what, Annie, super based, mega super alpha based Annie, uh, with the thirty minute phone call, which was great. And then to cap that off with a little uh, follow up to our boy who needed. The $200, even though we make nine grand a month because you got too many baby mamas. Anyways, that's been the show. Thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate you all. As always, thank you for spending your Tuesday night with me. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash low value mail, become a member. Shout out to uh, Meta. What, what is it? Meta something. I'm slightly drunk. Meta, whatever. You know what it is. She won the uh channel membership if you want to support the show low value mail patreon.com slash low value mail or buy a t-shirt low value mail.com we are going to be back tomorrow with the patreon episode at 1 p.m eastern come join me it's been fun we just kind of hang out we watch some videos i get copyright strikes all that good shit anyways uh if i don't see you tomorrow i will see you next week have a lovely evening everybody thanks for watching thanks for calling in thanks for emailing Peace out. Good night.